Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Writer's Advice. Now, before I introduce this week's guest, I have just a couple little things, a couple little, little exciting things to update you on. So the first one is the Writer's Advice membership, and this is through Patreon. So you can become a Writer's Advice member from as little as I think it ends up being about $1.30 a week and that way you get all the episodes in advance but you also get to know what authors are coming up and you can also add in little questions on the Writer's Advice um, Patreon as well for any questions that you particularly want to ask those authors. We've also got a book club option. So if you want to receive a book every eight weeks and you're more than welcome to join our book club, it's so much fun. And then we've also got another option where you also get to have a private conversation and join our private chat with the author of the book that you receive. So, so many exciting options to get involved and um, meet some new authors, read some new books, or just become a part of our private club and get all the episodes in advance. That is there. You can just head to my website, oliviahillia.com, to follow the link there. And I have put that in the show notes. But something else that I'm very, very, very excited to tell you all is my first book is officially out on the 29th of July. And this is called Have We Met Before? So think romance. If you are a lover of romance, if you are a lover of Coco Miller's Cleopatra and Frankenstein, if you like something a little bit spicy, if you are a lover of Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, that kind of vibe, then this is the book for you that I highly, highly recommend. Um, If you want to check out more of what Have We Met Before is about, then you can head to my um, Instagram page and there is a link there on how to get the first two pages for free so you can have a little bit of a little bit of an insight if it's something that you might be interested in or I'll also put it in the link of this show notes as well um, for have we met before I am going to also be doing a podcast episode on the 29th to celebrate the launch so if you have any questions at all about my process of writing or how this book came to be, any other questions that we asked during the writer's advice um, episodes or anything particular that you want to know about the book, then please send them through to me. You can do this by um, filling out the contact form at oliviahillia.com or you can also just DM me on Instagram at oliviahilliaauthor. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your questions. And without further ado, Please welcome this week's episode, uh, this week's episode, this week's episode, but this week's guest. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back, listeners. I am very excited because this week on the podcast, we have Shanna Coldwell, who is only 23 and going absolutely strength to strength um, in her young adult paranormal writing. You're up to book, are you up to book five? Is that yeah. right? But that's incredible. Yeah. Go you. So I do just, um, so 
if you haven't seen any of Shana's work out there before, she has an incredible um, Immortal Awakening series and The Enchantment of Darkness, that's becoming a series two, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, duology. Yeah, Duology. Awesome. So please tell me how this started and because to have five books at your age is amazing. I need to hear this story. How, how did you first, when did you first know that you were a writer? Um, probably when I was like 12. Yeah. Um, I remember like I was always reading when I was younger, like I, I would fly through books and then I think I was like 12 or 13. And I'm like, I want to write my own story and like, just try it. So every day after school in grade seven, I'd sit on the computer and just right for like three hours every day for like a whole year so I had like it I called it once in a blue moon it was like a werewolf sort of book and I look back at it now because I still have it and I was like it's so bad but like you have to start somewhere I guess and then when I was 16 I was like going through a really rough patch in life and reading just like wasn't the escape I needed so that's how Immortal Awakening started. So I started that series when I was 16. Wow. That's incredible. I think I wrote it and then I went back when I was 18 to finish it. I think I published it when I was 18. Wow. That's incredible. And so, and not only that, you've wrote it young and I want to come back to the whole when, when you started this because I do believe that writing is such a, it's like a cathartic art too. Um, but you've you've started this book, you've turned it into an incredible series and you've chosen to self-publish. So you've completely owned your art so young. What what was that like for you? What was the process of, of putting it out there? Um, so I, one of the ladies I work with has a niece, niece, yeah, um, Kaya, and she's also a self-published author. Um, so I reached out to Kaya when I first sort of had my manuscript. So I'm like, what do I do now? I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So she like talked me through it. She set me up with an editor. That was amazing. Um, and then I found like a cover person online to do the cover. And I didn't really find like the interior formatting. Like I didn't really know anything about that. So I did the format myself for the Immortal Awakening series books. So it's just like your basic format. But like there's so many things I didn't know. Like you have to get like an ISBN, like the copyright, like the cover, the interior design. I was like, it was so crazy. <laughs> there's a lot to uncover when you start to get into it too. It's like you're it building really a is. product from scratch really. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, a whole, literally. it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, so you've, you've uncovered all that, but you've just kept going. You've gone and then, so you, did you publish the first one and did you know that it was going to be a series when you first wrote the first one or it kind of just turned into No, that? I didn't. So when I wrote the first one, I didn't really, I have, I'm really bad at it, but I never have an end in mind when I write. I never know what the end's going to be. So, like, I got to, like, the final four chapters of Immortal Awakening and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this and we might make this just two books maybe. And then I wrote the second one and I'm like, well, I can't just leave it like that. So now I need to have a third one. And the third one is the biggest out of the series. It's like double both of the first ones in thickness. Yeah. (laughs) 
They are beautiful books altogether, though. They are they sit together well as such a gorgeous series. You've done such an incredible job, and I I I know it's just gonna like keep growing as it is. But what is so? What was your your starting process of writing? was just going home and writing after school and writing after work. Is that still your process now? Is there anything else that you have to kind of get in that zone? Um, I don't do school anymore. I'm finished. Um, I just work part-time at like my local grocery store. So it's like I still have a lot of time in a day and I get days off. So mostly on the days off, I just sit down and I dedicate the whole day to writing. Yeah. So I usually do that. Or sometimes I'll get inspiration. I'll be up until midnight writing, which happened last week with a book I'm working on. So it's like very sporadic sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got to balance the whole business side of it alongside of that as well with being a self-published author. So how do you go with that? Yeah, um, I'm still trying to figure out like the marketing side of things because when I first published my books, I wasn't really didn't know what to do with the marketing side. So now I'm sort of trying to learn how to do the advertising, the marketing, like the mock-up photos and like get it like more out there, I guess. Yeah. It's happening though. Like I honestly, your, the artwork of it, how you're putting yourself out there, it fully captured me in. And I was like, wow, everything, everything that you're doing is, is um, grabbing huge attention. So that's, that's so great. What have you got planned for, like, is this your goal to be a full-time writer and continue to publish more series? I would, that is like the ultimate dream goal is to just like be able to spend my days writing, like a lot of my favorite authors to do, but yeah, I guess I have to sort of work, work to get there. It's definitely like not easy, but definitely rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. It's a long process, but you have, I just, I just want to celebrate you because you've thrown yourself in the deep end and put yourself out there, um, which is step one. So, and, and you're continuing to write. So that's excellent. So with your favorite authors, what are, what one, what made you choose paranormal? Do you, do you kind of say paranormal? Are you more leaning towards fantasy when it comes to your books? Why? Um, I think I chose to write Paranormal for my Immortal Awakening series because this is the genre I read most at the time. So I sort of understood the basis of, like, the sort of theme, I guess. Yeah. But um, instead of just having it as, like, just a strict vampire novel, I gave them magic just to be a little bit different. I love that. So, yeah. yeah. But um, Enchantment of Darkness and Enchantment of Thorns are just fantasy books, like, so they don't really have any like the vampires or anything in them. Yeah. Like, yeah. How do you find the world building side of fantasy? That like that's one thing I haven't dabbled in. I feel like it's a very it's a lot. Yeah. How's that process for you? Um, I love like the world building because like with fantasy, you have so much free room to just create what you want. Whereas I find when I sort of write in more like just normal fiction books it can be a bit restricting with the world. Mm. But, yeah, um, with Enchantment of Darkness, I sort of just made it up as I went. Yeah. It's like when I when I get inspiration and write, it's like I have, like, images in my mind of what I need to write. So it sort of gives me, like, a starting point as to where I want the story to go and what the world will look like. 
hundred percent. I love that. Yeah. So you're like a really visual person. You kind of see the book as you're typing it. You kind of see yeah. it unfolding behind your yeah. eyes. And what usually does, um, where do you draw most of your inspiration from? Um, well, my, this is so crazy. When I got the inspiration to write Enchantment of Darkness, I was actually at work feeling apples. So it was it was so bizarre. Like I was just like standing there, just like my thoughts are just like spinning. I was just feeling apples. And it's like the first like paragraph in Enchantment and Darkness was like, all I saw was like a girl walking up this really muddy hill, pouring down rain. She's drenched and she's carrying a really heavy bucket of wheat. And like that's all I had to go on. So I was like, all right, I will run with it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! And yeah. you've kind of always been that. Like you're just a, you're just you've had these daydreams like growing up and, yeah. and through your teenage years and things like that, and and now you've just run with it. Go you! That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so much. Is that kind of what you have when you start a book? Like how much planning is in your process when you when an idea hits you? Absolutely none. Yeah. I am like a panster because you have your planner or your panster. Yeah. So I'll just run with the first idea I have. I'll make it up as I go. I usually plan the last like 10 chapters of every novel. Like I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to like make sure this is all going to connect for a next book or to make sure I haven't got any loose ends at the start where I've just free wrote pretty well. Um, so, yeah. I don't, I don't plan much at the start. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. It kind of, I, I'm, I do much the same. I like how you said that pants and planner. I haven't heard that in a while and it's so true. I feel like people are either or, and yeah. I also don't think it's always, I think it's great to not know the ending. I think a lot of people who are even planners, you don't really know when the ending is because I guess you have to let the character show where they're taking you, but yeah, more of a character driven person or is it more world building for you what kind of yeah what kind of shows themselves to you first I guess um I think it's more character driven than the world I think the world shapes around the characters I write um yeah with enchantment and darkness with Raven like she lost her sister when she was quite young and had a lot of guilt and blame on herself for her sister dying and then obviously kids no spoilers so it's not it's not spoilery <laughs> but there's like <laughs> I was like oh wait no, no, tell us the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah so like her sort of goal from start to finish is that she needs to like get over her guilt and like accept that it wasn't her fault with what happened hmm. and then when I like a fairy creature is in the world because the worlds are like joined it starts killing children of her village so she like takes it upon herself to like rectify it to try and make up for the past mistakes yeah wow so you're building a lot of emotion throughout it as well you're making the characters really real which is like why your books are obviously taking off and starting to make waves so yes I'm very excited um What's next for you? What kind of, do you have, a, a, can, is there anything you can kind of tell us of where, um, yeah, what you're working on right now or, or where, where's next? I've got two I'm working on. Yeah. Um, so 
I have Enchantment of Thorns coming out soon, which is a duology to Enchantment of Darkness. And I sort of left the ending open. So if I ever wanted to continue, I could. But if I yeah. don't, it'll still be fine. But I have written a dark fantasy novel. Ooh. I know. It's, <laughs> I think it's 150,000 words. Wow. So it's my biggest book I've ever written. Um, and it's about this, has fairies. Um, it's about this girl and she lives in this little village, like lives like a little quiet life and her village gets stormed by the fairy, the fairies. And she's taken back as one of the slaves to go back to the kingdom. Wow. Yeah. So it's dark. It's gruesome. It's a bit romantic. Yeah. Yeah. So I've sort of started writing the second one for that. So I plan to make that three books. Yeah. But the first and one's then, 150. I just have to yeah. pause you for a second. So how long does, how long, what, how long does a book usually take you from start to finish? Obviously that one's a little bit longer, but what's your kind of like average? I think it took me eight months to write Enchantment of Darkness. Yeah. It really just depends how much I can sit down and write at one time depends how much I get to finish it I think I've been working on the dark fantasy for maybe like a year now yeah and since it's such like a complex book I've I've been over it multiple times just to make sure that I have everything where I need it to be tied up yeah and you say just before you work on two books at once as well yes yeah um (laughs) the second one um it would be more like just like a romance fiction with a little bit of thriller. Yeah. So it's about this girl, her and her family moved to the other side of the country because when, before she was born, she had a brother and he was kidnapped at six months old. And so at the start, she's sort of really struggling now with being in her brother's shadow who's not even there anymore. And the book, she goes across the country. I can't tell you the twist. I it's great. I want to hear more, but you can't, you have to, you're just going to keep, you're just going to keep listeners wanting more. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to, I really struggle to write like the synopsis at the back of my novels because it's so hard to condense them into like 200 words. Yeah. hundred percent. Would you say that that is the hardest what is the hardest process for you? Is it the synopsis or, yeah, what's your favourite part of the writing process and the hardest part? Um, my favourite part would be, like, the writing and getting the covers done and, like, seeing that side brought to life. The hardest part would probably be, for me, is I really struggle to go back and edit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I just, like, my mind is just, like, no, it's going to take too long. And I'm, like, well, I have to do it. Like, We've got to do it. We've got to meet in the middle somewhere. But, yeah, and the synopsis, it is so hard. I was like, how am I going to do this? And I'm like, I have a friend I met on, like, my book account, Maddie, and she's currently writing her novel as well. And I, like, send her my synopsis and then she'll read it and she'll, like, help me edit it to, like, improve it. Oh, awesome. So it's really good to have, like, that support from, like, the other authors when you do need help absolutely yeah and you, you've have you created much of that like because I think to be like when you're writing something something can be a very 
even though it's enjoyable, it can be a very lonely experience to have other people that are doing the same thing and to feed off at the same time can be very rewarding. Yeah, we've um, actually, I made a group on Instagram. It's called Writer's Retreat. And it's oh, just awesome. Bunch, like a few self-published authors I know. So like we go there with like things we've found or like issues we've run into or like we can bounce questions off each other. It's like just like a little group you can go to if you need help or if you need thoughts or anything. So it's really good. Wow, awesome. Is it on Facebook or Instagram? Um, Instagram. Instagram, perfect. I'll make sure that that's all on the show notes for all the listeners as well because that is a really great resource for anyone like there are so many questions when you've finished your book of where to go to next specifically if someone wants to self-publish so go you (laughs) you created the resource (laughs) yourself (laughs) yeah I I always struggled when I didn't have it and I'm like I'm gonna create a group and it'll make it easier for me and it'll make it easier for everyone else in the group yeah absolutely when it comes to that is there any main questions or you have found that self-published authors struggle with to start off with um sometimes it's like getting the correct layout Mm. and like sometimes you'll find because I didn't know this but Amazon and Ingram Spark have different file sizes for your cover so if you get like an Amazon based cover it won't work on Ingram Spark yeah wow yeah yeah, so I, I didn't know that. And then what's another thing I sort of struggle with? Sometimes you'll r- just run into issues with Ingram Spark, like uploading files. Um, Amazon, for some reason, you can't pre order paperback copies, but you can pre order the ebooks, which is really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, there's a it's lot so of you're, you're doing the whole business side behind it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it'll be hard to find the right editor for, like, what you need to write. So we'll, like, give them ideas or someone we know who does it. Like, with my formatter who did Enchantment of Thorns, this is my first time using a formatter. She did such a good job. Like, like I sent it straight in the group chat. Like, I told them how much it cost me. I'm like, she's really good. Like, instant replies. Like, if you ever need your formatting done, like, this is who you need to go to. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Excellent. Yeah. That's perfect. And, you've, yeah, you've created the whole group there. That is so great. Um, what other resources would you recommend to up-and-coming writers? Are there any particular books you would recommend or, um, yeah, anything like that? Um, I have tried reading, like, the writing help books. Like, I tried reading, reading the Stephen King one. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. I got, like, halfway in and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. And then I I do have is it save save the cat writer novel or something. Oh yep. Yep. <clears throat> um and it's it's really good, but my brain really struggles to concentrate on books that aren't like uh, yeah. You're a doer. So you're just like you're one of those people that yeah. I feel like you're just one of those people that have to go out and do it and I think that's a, a great thing too. And I think that this is something that all writers can take on board is that we all work so differently. Like no one has the same process. Yeah. It's like, if that's what works best for you, absolutely. Like you just got to go out and take action and, and do that. So that's really great. <laughs> Excellent. Um, now, a couple of other questions. When it came to publishing your, uh, sorry, your the 
it's a four books is it no it's three the trilogy yeah the three trilogy the three yeah. trilogy sorry um <laughs> how did you go about so did you um how did you go about building those like did you leave so much apart between the books of when you were to release the next one or kind of just went with it um I think I have like between six months and a year between each novel yeah but last year I published Immortal Awakening and then I think like two months later Enchantment of Darkness came out so I was like that was a big time frame yeah um because I just had them both ready there and I'm like well I may as well like yeah otherwise I'm just gonna sit on my computer yeah <laughs> <laughs> them out there yeah but yeah that's why I want to sort of have with my dark fantasy I sort of have the second one nearly done when I get the first one back from my editor so then it can sort of be more quicker so people don't have to wait so long and sort of lose that initial interest a hundred percent. And when you've got a series too, yeah, it's it's building that people want to, it's yeah. keeping that hype going and, and things like that and building that readership. So excellent. Um, is there an other, any other final words of advice that you have for up and coming writers on whether they're working on their first manuscript or they're still in the planning stage on, I think you are such an inspiration of getting it done and moving forward and making it happen um particularly how much you've got in the works and you've just kind of kept that in flow and kept that going so what um yeah what word of advice would you pass on to up-and-coming writers um I would say like just keep going like I know how life can get but like if you can get it done like the end product is worth everything you've gone through like it's an escape it makes you happy and like the big thing for me was like I love to share something so special to me with other people like it's like every book is like a little piece of me that I've written out does that make sense yeah and like don't burn out that would be my big one yeah take breaks when you need them because I only just got out of like a writer block it was like an eight month long I couldn't put a word down like there was nothing because I never gave myself that chance to have a break and breathe and like recover. Yeah. Yeah. You've just been on this huge, like, go, 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 go. And the inspiration is gone. And then it's, (laughs) you need to reset and let that flow. So yeah, that's great. But yeah, it's very hard to feel like you're not failing when you're not writing. So like writer's block is normal. Like it happens. Like you just have to breathe through it. Like you'll get through it. And like once it's over, it's like, Christmas came early. <laughs> that is such, such a great way to And also, too, I think that, you know, the physical writing isn't always the productivity. Like how you said you were, you were sitting there peeling apples and the inspiration came through, like, being out in the world and doing other stuff, it can be just as yeah. productive um, to inspiration as well. So... Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Shana. I've had an, I've had an incredible chat. Now... Um, please let everyone know where they can find your books, where to get in contact with you, and yeah. All right. Um, thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> you can find my books on Amazon, Dimmix, I think somewhere on Barnes and Noble, and what's other stuff I was just going to say? Booktopia has them as well. Um, there's another one, but I slipped from my memory. 
Yeah. Um, you can find my book account. It's Shanna J. Caldwell Books on Instagram. Awesome. I have a Facebook and it's just Shanna J. Caldwell. It's just like me, my friend, and my little author photo. And I do have a website which is linked in my Instagram bio. Perfect. Excellent. And I'll make sure that all that is, um, yeah, on the show notes because you are just going from strength to strength and I cannot wait for even all this dark fantasy stuff to come out as well because you are just absolutely (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, Shana. Awesome. Thank you for having me.